good day, everyone. I'm Dale Coolis, filling in for John Roberts today. It is time for your Wednesday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Today in the studio, we have on realty expert Adam Helgeson, and he'll be talking with us today right after this. Move to a new city or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing, warmer skiing. Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, welcome back. We are here, joined in the studio with realty expert Adam Helgeson. Welcome. Hello, hello. Well, you know, it was interesting, Adam. You know, last time I was talking with you, I believe I was filling in like early, mid-April about, and I think that was in the middle of a late-season blizzard. Yes. And now we're coming back from the day after. Was it, was it officially our first 90-degree 90 90 day of the season? I don't know. It's pretty damn warm <laughs> I out think it, I think we got close to hitting 90 degrees. Yeah. And, and, and now I think we got off and on scattered thunder showers today. It's all... All options on the menu are yes, with us in the Red River Valley. All over the place today. Yes. <laughs> How have you been lately? I've been doing good. Been staying busy. Just trying to, you know, sling some houses and help my clients uh, buy and sell. So it's been going good. Very, very good. And I guess, yeah, speaking of buying, selling, you know, as they say, we can't escape it. Taxes, but you're here to tell us about maybe some good things about it. Tax incentives. Correct. Yeah, the only way to avoid taxes is to die um, I don't recommend that. <laughs> so um, if you got to pay taxes, might as well try and pay less, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they tax your paycheck, then they tax this, then they use the money you've taxed to buy something, and then they tax that. And you know what I mean? It, it's insane. So let's uh, try and get some of that money back to you. Um, Grand Forks has some uh, pretty decent incentive programs for, you know, tax programs, I guess. Um, they have a builder's exemption, which we're going to talk about. Builder's uh, exemption. Yeah. Has that uh, been, all, been around for a long time then or is it more yeah, it's been legacy for one? a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a new home exemption, right? If you purchase a new home, uh, one that's been around for a while, everyone hears about the homestead credit and, you know, for seniors are disabled, you can get that homestead credit. Um, one that's near and dear to my heart is the disabled veterans credit. Um, you can get a remodel exemption if you're doing a remodel. Um, and then the last two is if you're blind or in a wheelchair, you can get property tax exemptions. So all these different things go to help lower your taxes, which in turn lowers your escrow payments, which in turn lowers your monthly payment on your house. So then maybe, you know, you can afford more, just pay less to... You know, government. No, I'm I'm a layman for some some of these real estate lingo terms. I know we went over a bunch of them uh, last fall, real estate lingo, but maybe a little refresher. Uh, escrow, escrow. So you have your principal. When most people just pay their monthly payment, and that's you know what I mean all they think about. Well, that monthly payment, some of it goes to the principal, right? Your your principal. Some of it goes to the interest you're paying on that loan, and then a chunk of it goes into what they call an escrow account. That escrow account is like a savings account for you that pays your property insurance and it pays your taxes. Um, It's just the way the bank covers their ass to make sure that your house is insured and 
you know, the, the city's not going to come take your house because you failed to pay taxes on it. So they want to make sure that's done. So that's what your escrow account is. Nice little backup there. Yes. Yep. And it's not like, oh, I got $800 in my escrow. I'm going to go, you know, use that as a down payment. Of car. You can't do that. Right. That's um, they do keep a little extra in there just in case, you know, because very rarely do property taxes come down. You know, usually they raise. So they want to have a little padding in there just in case, hey, your property value goes up. You need to, you know. Um, up that escrow a little bit so they keep keep a little fluff in there. Um, okay. Thank you for the refresher. So all these uh, tax exemptions, uh, which one would you like to jump into first? We're going to go in order. So let's talk about the builder's exemption. Builders. Okay? Um, it's a Century Code 57-02-08. Um, so all these are assessed February 1st. Okay. The owner must be the builder. So if me... Adam Helgeson hired you to build my house, I would not get the builder's credit, okay? Got to be doing it on your own. Yes, but if I'm a builder and I bought this and I'm building it to sell, then yes, I can get the builder's exemption, which is is huge because it uh, definitely helps to lower the cost. Um, Do you run into this on like the new, we see all this new development going on in the south side of town, residential, commercial. Is that probably where you run into it more for your end? Yeah, the builders should definitely be taking advantage of this. Um, But one downfall is the maximum 10 parcels a year. So if you build more than 10 houses a year, you know what I mean? This only works for your first 10. Um, Got to so, cut you off at some point. Yeah, so use it for your more expensive builds because it doesn't matter if you if you're doing ten different million dollar builds, right? That I'd use it for those. Yeah, <laughs> not, that makes not sense. The smaller ones. Don't want to start off. I'm going to use it on this just small little utility shed in my backyard versus you know yeah. a whole new big well, garage add-on. Well, no, that's that's not part of this. This is new construction. No, no so new construction. Shed, yeah, shed and garages don't count. Okay. This is new homes. Must be unoccupied, right? So you can't be living in there while you're building it. Um, applies unlimited building value. So, you know, like I said, if it's a million-dollar house, whatever. Um, <clears throat> it's good for two years after the construction starts. So, but it's assessed February 1st. So if you start building in September, September through the rest of that year wouldn't count. It'd be the first full two years, Right. So if you started building, you know, now it would take effect January 1st, 2024 and go for two years. Now, if that house is sold anytime in that two year period, it automatically stops. Mm, Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. So Um, yeah, eventually I have it. Yeah. If you're looking to sell it and and the sales made coverage ends. Yeah. That, that exemption, exemption that exemption doesn't transfer Mm -hmm. to the buyer. Um, so special assessments and taxes cannot be delinquent at the time of application. And these are easy to apply for. So, for example, right, if a builder, if the total value of the home is 290000 the land value is 90000 right? So that means the dwelling value is 200000 It must be a shithole for 200000 being <laughs> built, right? But this is just easy numbers, okay? Five stars, five stars. Five stars, yep. So that at the current tax rate, He'd be paying four thousand sixty-seven dollars and twelve cents plus the special assessments. Now, if he applied for this exemption, right, they would take the two hundred dollar dwelling value off. So he'd only be paying the nine ninety thousand calculation for the land value, um, 
plus specials. So instead of four thousand, he'd only pay in twelve hundred and sixty-two. So he'd be saving almost uh, two thousand eight hundred and five dollars a year. Oh wow! Yeah. So adds you know, up <laughs> for two years. That's four grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a nice little, and that's for a, a two hundred thousand dollar property value. Now, if this is a million dollar property value. Of course, your savings are going to be a grows hell, exponentially. Uh, yes, a hell of a lot more. Um, so you could figure it'd be five times that. I see we got a question in the chat. I think they were wondering what I was wondering a little earlier too. I think we kind of already touched on it. Uh, they were wondering, does that include additions to a, an existing home? But it's, I think you already covered it's all new homes only. Yep, new homes only. But there is a remodel credit that we'll get into. So um, the remodel credit's a little, little different. Um, all right. So, any any other co- points on the on, on the builder's exemption? Nope. That's mainly for builders, or if you're building your own. Okay. Um, now, with that builder credit, you can go into let's say it's sold, right? Now you get the new home exemption, right? So, um, it applies to the first hundred and fifty thousand dollars of the dwelling value. So, if like I said, if that previous example with a $200,000 dwelling value and a $90,000 lot value, right, this would take 150000 off that dwelling value. Um, and, of course, it's the same thing. Um, assessing department inspection is required. Now, it has to be a new. So if the builder builds it, you know, rents it for a couple months and then sells it, you do not get that new homeowner's credit or that new homeowner exemption. Now, if you were the person renting it for those couple months and then decided to buy it, then there's ways you can still get it. Um, but you have to be the first occupant of the house to get that um, that exemption. Now, it is good, to, once again, for two years, and it's the first full year. So, like I said, if you buy a house now, you're going to be paying full taxes for the rest of this year. But starting January 2024... Through the end of January 2025, you'd get those two years at a lower tax rate just because, you know, they'd take 150000 off the dwelling value. And that's when it'll kick in right at the beginning of a new year then. So, yes, so you get the, the two full years. So people looking to maybe to maximize the most for these first two uh, builders and the new home exemptions, maybe for them may work out best to maybe hold off till the end of the year to start looking, but I guess the whole process could take a while. I guess. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's, you still get the full two years. So, um, now special assessments and property taxes, once again, cannot be delinquent when you apply for this. Um, exemption is prorated if you sell within that two years. Um, and applications are sent out to the new homeowners each January. Um, these are super easy to do. I know I did it when I built. Um, it was nice to have that little, little extra pocket change, little or, extra break those two years, especially with these new constructions. I guess um, you could use it for furniture, all other kinds of fixtures, just to start yeah, off with. You yep, know? just kind of limits uh, or gives you a little extra spending cash because on a new build, they nickel and dime you. You know what I mean with landscaping and all that stuff's not done yet. Um, so you can use it to, to kind of finish that. Yeah, it's interesting going over these exemptions. Uh, a couple of years ago, I remember when there was election season, and you know the campaigners were knocking on doors, and the, some of them were filming. I live in an apartment complex, and yep. they they were bringing up some of these uh, uh, exemptions. I had no idea about. You know, you know, ever did you know these things exist for to help you out for getting into a new home? And it's yep. like I, I imagine you must get people look for new homes completely caught off guard with all these programs available. Well, and uh, these tax credits too, if you if you qualify for them, apply for them, um, that would really help 
subsidize the new school referendum that just passed. So if you don't want to pay that extra tax money for the new uh, Valley Middle School, hell, apply for these credits and, you know, your taxes may stay the same or even go down after this, you know, hits. So, um, so quick comparison, you know, true and full value of 500000 on a house, 90000 lot value, um, 410000 dwelling value. With no exemption, your taxes are going to be like $7,012. With this exemption, if you apply for that, that same house, your taxes would be 4908 So it can save you $2,100 a year for the first two years on a um, $410,000 dwelling value. That, that's quite so, a percentage. That's, that's yeah. a nice little chunk. <laughs> yeah, so another $4,200, you know, two grand a year. Hell, I'll take it. I mean, if you don't want to apply for it, you know, I will help you apply. <laughs> and then you can just give me the two grand. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll spend it for you. Um, I, I got yeah. some new summer gear I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> another one that I don't know if people talk about is the, the Senior Disabled Person Homestead Credit. Um, so this is for seniors 65 years of age or older, okay? Um, if you're disabled, uh, there is no age restriction on it. You must occupy and have interest in the property. Um, so if someone bought it for you and you're just living there, it's not in your name, it doesn't count. Um, so once again, it comes effect of the... Beginning of the year. year. Yep. Um, the nice thing was is they just changed um, legislative changes this year, so it changed the income requirements. Before you had to, you couldn't have a more than forty-two thousand dollars income, right? If you had over forty-two thousand dollars of income, you didn't qualify. That forty-two thousand got raised to seventy thousand. That sounds good because you see so many places now raising the starting and base wages, or yeah. just all over. So it's that, that sounds like very overdue. Yeah. But, I mean, 65 years of age or older, um, you know, most of those people aren't making 70 grand. They're mostly just trying to live out their Social Security as long as that lasts. Um, But there's no asset limit either now because there was if you had over 500,000 in assets, you know, maybe you had a lake home that was paid off or whatever. Your assets were over 500,000. You wouldn't qualify for this credit. Now that went away as well. So now you can make up to seventy grand and have no no asset limit. That's good. Um, it sounds like a lot more flexibility was just added is. to this recently. Yep, yep, definitely for this this homestead credit and senior. Um, so there's the annual application sent out each January. Um, credit expires at the end of each year, or if the applicant dies. Well, no shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the assessing office does do home visits on these just to check and make sure. So. Um, Your, you know, yearly check-ins about just to make sure yeah. how everyone's doing and then nothing, not, not everything's on the up and up. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, you know, it's just, uh, so as I think we covered, uh, we had the builder's exemption, the new yep. home exemption and the senior disabled exemption. Any other final bullet points under the senior and disabled one here? No, I mean, that's it. Just make sure you're applying for these. Um, and then come back Friday, we'll cover, uh, We'll cover part two with the rest of these with the disabled veterans, the um, remodel, um, and then the blind and wheelchair one. 
So, so there we go. We covered the first half of the Grand Forks tax incentives. We'll have the second half coming up on Friday. And I, I know, Adam, but, but before we wrap up, I know you do mention there's an upcoming event for Berkshire Hathaway, a big golf tournament coming up. Yeah, we have our annual, I want to say it's fourth annual, Bruce Spicer Golf Scramble. Um, it's a great event. All money raised goes to Grand Forks Youth Hockey. I want to say last year it was like twenty three grand raised for youth hockey. Uh, Bruce Spicer, uh, the owners, Katie Marcotte. Uh, Bruce Spicer was his dad. He was tragically killed a few years back. Um, so we do this every year in honor of him. He was a huge hockey fan. He just wanted to make sure all the kids could play. So that's why we donate all the funds and um, get your team registered. You can go to BruceSpicerGolf.com. Um, register your team. There's silent auctions. There's prizes. There's, it's just a great event out at Kings Walk. So, uh, if you want to get out and have some fun, uh, this is a this is a great tournament. And so. it sounds like for a great cause. Yep. All right, Adam. Uh, what's the best way for everyone to reach out and contact you? Yeah, if you have more questions for me, give me a shout. My number is seven zero one three one seven one seven five zero. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or call any of us real estate experts at 701-746-0303. All right. Thank you, Adam. Look See you Friday. F- See you Friday. Looking forward to Tax Incentives in Grand Forks Part 2. And that concludes your Wednesday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway Podcast. Many thanks again to Adam Helgeson for joining us today. Many thanks to producer Paul. We'll be back with the next Berkshire Hathaway Podcast Friday at 10 o'clock. Until then, stay safe out there, and we will see you Friday.